Hey everybody, this is Sean, your host, and you're listening to Vertigo, the podcast that will make your head spin. Thank you for joining me for another episode. Just a quick recap of the last episode where we were talking about Christmas movies, specifically was arguing the point of what makes a Christmas movie, and I had a lot of great feedback. So if you didn't listen to the last episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to it before you listen to this one. However, just a quick recap for those who did listen to it and just forgot, there was a Facebook argument on my wife's Facebook between two people, two friends of hers, who were arguing over whether Home Alone was in fact a Christmas movie or not. I argued that it is, and I gave all of my theories and kind of opinions on one, what makes a great Christmas movie, right? And two, um, why I thought that Home Alone was a Christmas movie. Besides the fact that it is just, that's what it is. It's a Christmas movie. So why there's even an argument, I don't know, but I thought it'd be fun to jump in. And a lot of you listeners thought it was fun as well. I got a lot of great feedback from those who know me personally, you know, got some texts, um, but also got some emails in regards to, you know, so just so you know, the general consensus is hands down home alone is a Christmas movie. So it's not just me saying that the consensus from the people, from the vertigo listeners, from the people is that yes, Home Alone is a Christmas movie. So thank you for your support. And uh, it was fun to hear everybody get amped. Like I said, you know, this is going to be the one that people go fisticuffs over the water cooler. I don't really think that happened. I think most people just hands down agree. What I think happened is now there's going to be a lynching on the guy who said it wasn't a Christmas movie. So thank God I don't know his name because I might be tempted to put it out there. But it was, I don't know. So anyway, the one interesting thing that did come up was someone asked me what I thought of the movie Die Hard, which is an old Bruce Willis movie. Um, It's a classic action movie, in my opinion. So I think most people who are into the movies have heard of, you know, Die Hard and and shame on you if you haven't. It's a great action movie. So someone asked me, what do you think of Die Hard? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that it is a Christmas movie because it falls into all of the, uh, it strikes all the categories that I said makes a a Christmas movie in the last podcast. So I'm not going to recap all of that stuff. You can go back and listen to it. But just for argument's sake, yes, I think that Die Hard fits the criteria of what makes a Christmas movie. And my opinion on Die Hard is, yes, it is a Christmas movie. So be interested to hear Uh, some of the stuff uh, or some of the comments and whatnot on that. So moving forward, um, you know, I love to pick apart the news. I uh, was looking back through some of my past podcasts and some of the things that I have covered. And of course, I've talked about everything from the impeachment of Donald Trump, uh, which is still in the news. You know, that's going strong. That's going to that's going to be going strong right through next year. You can guarantee it. Um, the campaign trails are going to, you know, as the campaign trail starts to wind up and as, uh, the president elect and whoever else is going to be running against him, you know, so Trump and whoever else is going to be running, you're going to, this is not going to go away. It's going to be 
just insanity. So I'm not even going to touch it anymore. Uh, once the actual presidential campaign starts and maybe I get some good news clips or sound bites, maybe I'll, I'll, you know, pick and bag on somebody, but right now, man, I don't, I don't, and this is the voice of the American people, I think, because anybody that I've talked to about this, I don't know that people, people are exhausted of hearing about it. I, I think people have checked out. I don't think anybody's really paying that close attention. The ones that are playing, paying close attention are the political analysts, because that's their job. And two, anyone who is really close to the situation who's going to benefit from either side coming out. I think in general, for the most part, the general American public are really concerned with A, making sure that they've got a job to go to every day, making sure that they have some income, making sure that they have some type of life. You know, that's really... People are just trying to live at this point and trying to survive. I mean, we're talking about a, a world and society now where there's shootings and terrorism and, you know, and not that those things didn't exist in some form 50 years ago, 100 years ago, but they didn't exist. I don't I believe in the uh, extravagance that they do now. I mean, when Columbine happened, which right, that was a school shooting. If anyone hasn't heard of that. Columbine was a school shooting that was national news, of course, right? Any school shooting is going to be national news, but that was really, it wasn't the first school shooting, but I remember it being the first one that really just a crushing blow, I think, to the American people um, because of just, I guess, I don't even really know what it was about it, but I just remember that being such a heavy, heavy headline. And then it's only amped up and ramped up since then. So, you know, we've had Sandy Hook and, and the one that was just recent in uh, California. And unfortunately, I apologize. I can't remember the name of that one right now. But then we had the Las Vegas shooting from the uh, Mandalay Bay Hotel. And I mean, you know, casino, just insanity, you know. And so I think most people are really just concerned with getting back and getting through life safely. And I think communities are where people are really paying attention to what's going on more so. Like, what is going on in my local community? Because I feel like people have uh, much more control over that. So that's just my personal opinion. But you're going to see the craziness with this whole impeachment thing and whatnot. You know, and not that, not that people shouldn't be concerned with the presidency, because they should. You know, it absolutely directly impacts our individual lives in some small way, you know, in large way too. I mean, where those monies go from taxes and grants and all that, I mean, those are a big deal and they do. And that does trickle down to the local community. But I also feel like there's much more of a sense of I can control things at the local level. And so therefore that's where people's, you know, concern is. So that's, you know, that's just, that's just a thought on my end. And in no way is that the topic of today. So what I wanted to kind of talk about was this whole, so let me back up. I was talking about what I'd covered in past because I talked about technology a couple of times. Uh, one was, um, one was uh, the privacy with the Amazon dot, or I think it was the dot, but Alexa, you know, and, and the police had um, subpoenaed or the DA, I should say, had subpoenaed for the records. And there was that whole thing about it's recording, even when it's asleep and yada, yada. So my point today is I'm talking about this 
uh, headline, a missing Chilean plane carrying 38 people to Antarctica is presumed crashed. Now, that's a, that's sad. I, But what I found interesting, and I'm just going to read the opening of the article because, you know, I found this on Apple News. Um, it was printed December 10th at 12.04 p.m. So December 12th, 10th at 12.04 p.m. So really, really, really recent. Um like I said, I found the article on Apple News, but it was published in the Washington Post. And so this is really interesting. So it says, a rescue team is searching for possible survivors after a Chilean Air Force plane carrying 38 people disappeared on its way to Antarctica on Monday evening and is presumed to have crashed, Chilean officials said Tuesday. <laughs> so right out the gate, I'm a little concerned because... It is one in, in an airplane and how we in 2019, very soon to be 2020, are losing airplanes. I mean, I know the sky is big and wide open, but with technology, so we can spy on people with the Amazon dot and through Alexa, but we can't follow a plane going from Chile to Antarctica. I This is just mind-blowing to me. Like, how the fuck do you lose a plane? Like, how does that happen? I, I don't understand. I don't understand. I just, I mean, air, people, air travel has been around for, fuck, a fucking long time. Air travel has been, and this isn't the first article where I've heard of us, not us, but any government losing a plane. I am dumbfounded. How the hell do you lose a plane? Like I said, we've got Amazon who has figured out and Google and Apple and all the Facebook. We have figured out that we can build these devices that people will put in their home. And even though we think they're quote unquote sleeping, are listening in on our daily lives and taking record of it. But a government agency, this is the Chilean Air Force, <laughs> right? Sends 38 people off on a plane to Antarctica and they lose the fucking thing. They think, think that it went down. Wow. And like I said, this isn't the first time that an aircraft has been lost. I want to say that there was one that, that uh, it was in recent years, at least. I think it was Indonesia or something. There was an Indonesian plane that went down and they're like, ah, we think the plane went down. You think the plane went down? How the hell do you not know if the plane went down? I mean, holy shit. We have, the world is radared up, man. You can't sail into another, you know, for example, if you're the U.S. Navy and you're sailing off of uh, Alaska, you don't think the Russians know right where your boat is and if you're towing a line of, are you in American waters? Or are you in Russian waters? Are you in neutral waters? Are you creeping too close? Like, you don't think that, I mean, come on. 
I mean, we're this is insane, but we lost a plane. Well, I keep saying we, we didn't lose the plane. The U.S. did not lose the plane. The, Ch the Chilean government lost the plane. So the next paragraph of the article says, the C-130 Hercules took off at 4.55 p.m. local time on Monday from the southern city of Punta Arenas, Chile. Punta Arenas. Punta. Punta Arenas, Chile. All right. For what should have been a roughly three-hour trip to the Chilean base in Antarctica. So they were just, you know, the, the Air Force was just doing their thing. They were going from base to base, which all Air Forces in the world do, right? The plane had enough fuel to stay airborne until shortly after midnight Monday, the Air Force said in a statement Tuesday. So the Air Force says, okay, it should have been fine, but officials have been unable to reach the pilot since losing contact with the flight shortly after 6 p.m. Monday. Police did not send an emergency signal uh, the pilot did not send emergency signals before the flight went missing, the Air Force said. So, how it's just interesting to me, you know, that this plane, they just lost contact with the plane. Like, just, it's gone. I just, I just can, I'm having such a difficult time wrapping my head around this. Because, one, the, poor, the 38 people servicemen on board well i'm assuming servicemen and they could have been scientists and whatnot i don't know what they were going to antarctica for but one shit if i'm on a plane i mean and this strikes home because i fly okay i don't it, it, you know and i understand that accidents happen okay and there believe it or not there are far less airplane accidents in the world than there are cars cars kill more people than airplanes do and I mean, that's, that can't be a, a shocking statistic because there are way more cars on the road than there ever could be airplanes in the sky. All right. Not everybody and their brother can fly an airplane, but they'll sure as fuck give them a driver's license. Right. But it's amazing to me with the technology that the world has that these kinds of things still happen. So I guess where I get really frustrated is like, okay, so we can listen into somebody's home with Alexa because Amazon has figured that shit out, but governments can't figure out how to stay on a plane. Especially like, you know the route, you know where it's going. It's leaving Chile, it's going to Antarctica. It should be a three hour trip. And we, I mean, I just don't understand how you can lose it. Sure, I understand losing contact with the pilot. The radio went out, whatever. But isn't there some kind of Try, I mean, you can ping cell phones and shit. You can find somebody. I mean, go, go, go f fucking commit a crime. They'll find your ass and, and fuck. I don't know. According to the TV, 48 hours or less, I guess. But if you really want to do it right, get on an airplane. Because it, apparently it's really easy to disappear on an airplane. It's apparently. I mean, I fuck. Who knew? Who knew? Right? So anyway, in all seriousness, my heart does go out for the, for the uh, 38 people aboard that flight. And I really do hope that they find it or at least can find what happened and let those family members know. I certainly, you know, I'm not trying to mock or make fun of any of the lives that could potentially be, you know, they could be dead. I mean, I hate to say that. It's a terrible thought. But, you know, what else? I mean, obviously, what else would have happened? 
right? The pl- I mean, the plane must have crashed or there must have been some type of emergency. But really, the point of my podcast, I guess, is really just shaking my head thinking, holy shit, how do we, how in 2020, for all practical purposes, 2020, do we lose an airplane? I mean, I don't know. It's just crazy. You know, and it makes me wonder, where are we focusing all of our attention? You know, um, you know, these companies like Amazon, like Apple, like Google, like Facebook have all this power to the point where our governments don't. I get I guarantee Google will never lose an airplane. Facebook, Merrick Zuckerberg, they'll always know where that motherfucker is. That motherfucker couldn't get lost in the goddamn tunnels of Afghanistan. They would have found him quicker than they probably would have found uh, Osama bin Laden. Guaranteed. They would have been on him like whites on rice, motherfuckers. But governments, you know, it just is crazy to me. It's just crazy to me. So these are the things that go through my head. I really appreciate you hanging in and listening. Please hit me up on oswegoontherocks at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, if you want to weigh in on the conversation. I love reading the emails. I appreciate everybody for uh, sending them in and taking the time to write and respond. If you have my personal phone number, I'm not going to give it out on the podcast, but if you do have it, you know I'm always willing for a good debate over text. But everybody, enjoy the holidays. I know this is a stressful time of year. Take care of yourself. Take care of one another, man, and enjoy the time. All right. This is a time to be with family. This is a time to uh, and self-love. I don't want to get too preachy here, but practice some self-love in whatever way you want to do that. I don't really I'm not trying to, you know, you 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 figure that shit out. But take care of one another. Love one another. Peace. And thank you for listening to Vertigo. And I'll see you the next episode.